Hi, this is the Beach Boys. Al, Bruce, Carl, Mike, Brian, and Dennis. Hi, this is Dean Torrance, and you are listening to a podcast all about the Beach Boys. It's called Good Vibrations. Thanks, Dean. Welcome to Episode 8. I'm your host, David Beard, and today we're going to be talking about and listening to select tracks from the Beach Boys' 1964 Christmas album. In 2014, in Endless Summer Quarterly, I had done interviews with Brian Wilson, Mike Love, Al Jardine, and Brian's first wife, Marilyn Wilson Rutherford, about the album. And one of the first questions I wanted to know, because I found it kind of interesting, that the music the, for the entire album, with the exception of Little St. Nick, and we'll get to that in just a minute, was recorded in June of 64. That's right. In the summer of 64, the Beach Boys recorded the Christmas album. So I thought it was kind of unique and kind of strange, or I wanted to know if they thought it was strange. Al Jardine said, no, not really, because we got into the spirit of it. They took pictures of us in sweaters and suits. We had a Christmas tree up in the studio at Tower Records. Mike Love remembered. I remember dressing up and taking the photo session, decorating the big Christmas tree right in the middle of summer. We were all dressed up in our sweaters and looked very all-American. That was pretty cool. And Brian said, it was appropriate because we wanted to get a head start, because we wanted it to be ready by Christmas. So that's what the Beach Boys remember. And Marilyn remembers this. I remember Brian being really excited for the music arranger Dick Reynolds, who used to do some four freshman arrangements. It was very inspiring to him. It was fun for the guys to pick the songs and sing them. Brian loved writing new Christmas songs. He was a down-to-earth guy in those days. Brian wrote Little St. Nick on La Brea Avenue. It was late at night. I think we were driving to his parents' house. Here's the single that started it all, recorded in October of 1963 and released as a single a year ahead of the Beach Boys Christmas album on December 9th, 1963. Here's the Beach Boys' hit single, Little St. Nick. Christmas comes this 
Hi, this is Carney Wilson. You're listening to Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast. Thanks, Carney. That was Little St. Nick, released as a single, December 9th, 1963. Now, one of the things, I asked Mike about this song in particular, and, and he, here's what he had to say. He said, Little St. Nick was amazing, and that album is perennial. It sells out the allotment that stores buy almost every year. And every year, when you go shopping in the malls, you hear our music. There are a lot of wonderful Christmas songs from the 50s and 60s, but it's really great to know that your music is still popular enough to be performed every year starting Thanksgiving through Christmas. It's a pretty wonderful thing. And now it's pretty interesting, the Christmas album. It's more than just a collection of Christmas songs because this is where Brian uh, worked with kind of and uh, kind of a uh, you know icon to him because Brian was such a four freshman fan and Dick Reynolds came from the four freshmen he arranged their music so Brian was pretty excited I think it's fair to say that he was having the chance to work with Dick and so I kind of it, it's interesting because you know the Beach Boys were a pop band a rock band however you want to term it they were used to coming into the studio and at that time by 64 this is before Brian really brought in the Wrecking Crew so the the Beach Boys were used to touring and then coming back into the studio and recording themselves on their own instruments with I guess a rare exception here and there so one of the challenges Mike Love said was it, was it was interesting and challenging at the same time was recording with a live orchestra. They had never done that before. We had recorded our rock music with a drum, bass, guitar, and guitar and keyboards. That's the kind of recording we were used to doing. The group members would record the instruments, or if we were out of town, Brian would bring in the wrecking crew. The kind of music and production we were doing was closer to a jazz combo than the big band kind of thing. We got a taste of that experience by recording with the live orchestra. It was really cool. You had to be really on your toes, but it was a good challenge and really neat to have done. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I, I asked Brian, of, of all the arrangements that he did with Dick Reynolds on the album, he says, I always like Dick Reynolds' arrangements of Frosty the Snowman. Well, Brian said it, and here it is. Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul With a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal Frosty the Snowman is a fairy tale they say He was made of snow but the children know how he came to life one day There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Frosty the snowman was alive as he could be. And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. Frosty the snowman knew the sun was hot that day. So he said, let's run and we'll have some fun now before I melt away. Down to the village with a broomstick in his hand. Running here and there all around the square saying, catch me if you can. He 
to the first single from the album which actually came out a year before that was Little Sing Nick then we heard Brian's favorite arrangement from the album that he did with Dick Reynolds which I kind of thought was surprising the more pop oriented Frosty the Snowman and then and it's interesting about the, the Christmas album because Brian had worked with Dick Reynolds an arranger who worked at the Four Freshmen I asked Brian about that specifically and he said I had already arranged Surfer Girl which is what I learned from the four freshmen. So that was Dick Reynolds' influence. And I thought that was pretty interesting. And when you listen to the Today album, similar to the Christmas album, the first side is more or less more pop-oriented material, and then the second side of the Today album, released March 8th, 1965, similar to the Christmas album, stuff's a little moodier, more string-oriented, more deeper, complex arrangements. To my ear, it just seemed as though the Christmas album was really, had it not been actual Christmas music, what it was really the beginning of the arc for Brian and his arrangement genius, where he was taking things into an, onto another level, and I think his exposure to Dick Reynolds really helped. Um, I asked Mike about that, and he said, I think you're right. The fact that Brian was in a session with all those great musicians, with all those different types of instrumentation, paved the way for his incorporating all those flutes, woodwinds, oboes, along with the strings, cellos, violins, violas, etc. It was like a kind of catnip for Brian. It's pretty interesting. And Al said, that's not a far reach. I think so. Dick Reynolds was Brian's favorite arranger at the time. That's a logical extension. When I asked Marilyn Wilson Rutherford about what she liked most about the Christmas album from 1964, because let's face it, it's, one of, it's, it's a classic album no matter who you are or where you are. She said, It always brings out a traditional time of Christmas, along with a fun flavor. It is timeless, and I always think it will be for everyone. I never get tired of listening to it every year. I can echo those sentiments. I love the Christmas album. So I thought about what could I play that... Brian or Al or Mike haven't touched on. And I found it interesting, you know, I asked Brian what his favorite orchestral orchestration on the Christmas album was, and he had said Frosty the Snowman. I asked him about the original material, too, and I said, Brian, what is your favorite Beach Boys original on the Christmas album? He said, Santa's beard. It's all about a kid who pulled Santa's beard off. Well, here you go. I want to meet Santa Claus, a real, real Santa. I want to meet a real, real Santa I wanna see Santa Claus A real, real Santa He wants to meet old Santa Claus I took my brother to the department store He wanted to show Santa his Christmas list He stood in line and he shook like a leaf He's only five and a half going on six He said, is it really Santa Claus? Really, really Santa Is that really Santa Claus? Really, really Santa Is it really Santa Claus? Really, 
Nobody thinks that Santa Claus I picked him up and put him on Santa's lap And then he pulled the pillow out of his shirt He yanked the beard right on off of his chin And in his eyes I could see he was hurt He said, you're not, not Santa, Santa Claus You're really not Santa Claus You're not Naughty Santa Claus You're really not Santa Just helping Santa Claus He's, he's just helping Santa Claus A real, real Santa He's helping Santa Claus A real, real Santa He's just helping Santa Claus A real, real Santa He's just helping Santa Claus. He's just helping Santa Claus, a real, a real Santa. He's just helping Santa Claus, a real, a real Santa. He's just helping Santa Claus, a real, real Santa. He's just helping Santa Claus. Hi, this is Billy Hinchy, and you're listening to Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast with David Beard. Thanks, Billy. This is, uh, we're ending uh, episode eight here. But before I went, one of the things that I wanted to touch on, I said I had kind of uh, three songs from the Beach Boys Christmas album from 64, but I had another track that was kind of a favorite of mine. And I don't know if you could really call it a, in quotes, Christmas song. It was uh, one of the tracks from the aborted um, and unreleased until 1998. The Beach Boys in 1977 went to Warner uh, Reprise Records, the label they were on at the time, and gave them a proposed Christmas album, and it was rejected. And one of the songs that was on the album was actually just, it was kind of one of the stronger tracks. And it was written solely by Brian Wilson, and the song was called Winter Symphony. And the basic track for the song, it was actually started back in 75 or 76, no one's quite sure, at Brothers Studios in Santa Monica, California. And then the vocals in sweetening were recorded in October to November time frame 77 at MIU Institute in Fairfield, Iowa, while the Beach Boys were there for the recording sessions for the MIU album. So that Brian really didn't record this with the intention of it being a Christmas album song. Something he came up with and something he helped realize with the help of Al Jardine, who produced the track with uh, Brian. So it's it's one of those really interesting Christmas songs. It's really cool, and Brian sings lead. So this is a really interesting, strong 1977 recording from the Beach Boys, Brian in particular. So if you want to know where the where, where their headspace was at, but this is just a great song, full of really cool horns. And it was here's an interesting side note: they needed a um, the sound of a French horn on the track, and you'll hear it. But they didn't know none of the actual Beach Boys uh, touring band members could play a French horn, so they found an MIU student to play it. They recruited him to come into the studio and play the French horn, but nobody can remember his name. <laughs> so go figure. <laughs> well, at any rate, here's Winter Symphony from the original Beach Boys Christmas album. Rejected, mind you. Keep that in mind when you listen to how great this song is. Rejected by Warner Reprise. Here's Brian Wilson and Winter Symphony. Autumn colors have gone. Birds fled south with their song. Snow cover the earth quietly Night extends through the hours Coolly lit by the stars The pulse of life slows silently 
bottle up in a cozy nook with a warm drink and a book within a winter symphony. Somewhere children outside screaming down a daredevil slide, rosy cheek bottles of cold weather clothes. Hear the winter winds howl, pierced by the hood of an owl. Fingers of frost take a nip at my nose Cuddle up in a cozy nook With a warm drink and a book Within a winter symphony Winter symphony Snowflake fantasy Warms my heart like a tropic sea enjoyed episode eight episode nine will be coming really soon and it's going to be a tribute on the lake ricky martin if you're a beach boy fan there's relevance here because uh first of all if you like the sunflower album from 70 ricky took the cover photo but more importantly from the musical standpoint ricky's 1977 solo album beached was produced by carl wilson and billy hinchy and uh, everybody knows my name was a song co-written by carl and ricky We'll be featuring that along with interviews with Billy Hinchy, Bobby Figueroa, Carly Munoz, and Ricky's sister, Dina Martin. That's all coming up in Episode 9 of Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast. In the meantime, head over to Facebook. If you're on Facebook, like the Endless Summer Quarterly page. Follow us there. And if you need to subscribe, and I, you do, go to esquarterly.com. Click on the Palm Tree signpost at the very top. It says Subscribe to the Magazine. Click on it. It'll tell you everything you need to know. It's very easy to subscribe to the magazine. It's never been a better time. A lot of really, really cool things around the corner. In the meantime, have a great Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll see you real soon.